When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Gopher Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Gopher Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino. Brought to you by Onward for Business. Presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors, alumni-owned and Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Now, go for Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino. Here are your hosts, Justin Gard and the voice of the Gophers, Mike Grimm. Welcome to Go for Basketball Weekly with head coach Richard Patino. I'm Mike Grimm along with Justin Gard. And here we are the day after a Monday night Big Ten win. The Golden Gophers beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers by 18 last night at Williams Arena. And Coach, uh, always good to get a win, always good to win by double digits and to uh, get that good taste of victory back in your mouth, I assume, right? For sure. Yeah, life, life, is, uh, life is better when you win as a coach. Um, you know, we try to say that, you know, wins and losses don't define us. That's not true. We, we, things are better in the house. Things are better when you're driving in at work. Coffee, as, as Beeline said last night on the broadcast, the coffee tastes better when you win. And uh, it 100% does. So it was a good win. I mean, it was good to bounce back. It was That was a three-game losing streak that felt like a seven-game losing streak because, it you know, the Nebraska cancellation, and it was just spread out so long. Um, so it was good to be kind of on the other side of it. And like I've said from day one, it's not easy to get conference wins. And, uh, you know, the fact that we got one there last night was uh, – a good step in the right direction. We played well versus Rutgers. We had a chance to win. We bounced back and played well last night. And you did it with uh, your two best players playing 33 minutes combined. Uh, typically, they'll probably play at least 30 on their own. Marcus certainly will. So what was it like? I know the lead kind of shrunk a little bit in the second half and both of them were out, but to to get through the foul trouble of both of them. Very challenging. Yeah, that doesn't um, – you don't normally have to deal with that with your two kind of – 
you know, star players. Um, that was very, very unique and challenging. You know, credit to guys like Mashburn. I thought he really stepped up. Curry did some good things. Uh, but, yeah, you don't, you, you're just not used to that. We were just trying to get to that eight-minute mark in the second half to where we could maybe start sprinkling them back in. But we, we need those guys on the court. They're, they're too important to this team right now. They can't get in foul trouble. You know, after watching all the fouls, I don't, I don't think all of them were all that questionable. I mean, you know, maybe a couple could have gone either way, but they could have avoided them. And, um, you know, we're, we're obviously a much, much better team when they're on the court. I thought Brandon Johnson, too, uh, stepped up. He had a double-double last night. Uh, first half had 10 points, um, and and he kind of has that uh, – um, I, I don't know if the term's right or not, but kinda, he's kind of that middle glue guy that just kind of does a few things well in each of the categories, you know, gets you a couple of steals, maybe block a shot, gets you eight or ten rebounds. Um, I thought he was good uh, while, while those guys were out also. Oh, for sure. I mean, he was he was tough. He was offensive rebounding. Uh, when we went on that stretch, we missed 50 free throw or shots in a row. Um, he made plays, you know, offensive rebounding and tips. And um, this team cannot if we think we're just Marcus and Liam and nobody else, we're not going to win. We need balance. Uh, that's just the way that I want our teams to win. And I feel like it's the best way to put ourselves in a position in the big 10 because the coaching is too good. You know, they're going to take certain guys or maybe it's trapping the post. Maybe it's trapping ball screens. Other guys need to step up. And, you know, Brandon was that guy last night. Jamal Mashburn jr. Was that guy last night. And, you know, over a 40 minute game, that's what you need. You need guys making plays besides the obvious guys all the time. And then that frees up things. Um, you know, so Brandon was absolutely a glue guy and we need him to be that. You mentioned the 50 shots in a row that you missed um, there in the second half. Um, what, what do you, how are you going through that when you're, when you're talking with the team? I, I watched it again this morning and I'm thinking, okay, not a terrible shot within the offense, not a bad shot within the offense. The ball moved. There are a couple, obviously, when you, you have a guy just dribble up and shoot or one pass and the ball doesn't reverse and they shoot. But for the most part, they're getting good looks. Um, but what do you say when you're going through that stretch of we're not hitting these shots and it's hard to go inside because Liam's out? What, how are you navigating that whole situation? You got any suggestions? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that, well, well, what you said it. at the end, what you said at the end is the most important thing when Liam's out because Eric's not a great low post threat. That's not really his game. You know, we, we want to shoot threes. I mean, I'm confident that these guys are better shooters than they're shooting right now. As long as they're shooting, shooting good ones, like I don't know how I tell them to pass them up. You know, would you? they're in a zone. So would you rather them shoot along too? Um, you know, I mean, maybe we're a little bit better at that than we think we are, but I think they're taking good shots. I think the ball movement was good. Uh, we were three passes per possession, which we counted last night. So, you know, I mean, to, to me, it's like that game reminded me of the Iowa game, Iowa on the road where Iowa dared us to shoot it and we couldn't make shots. The difference was we got stops versus Nebraska where versus Iowa, we couldn't get stops because they're so good offensively, but a challenge i mean our guys got to make shots if they're open they got to be able to knock them down um you know and stay confident i think that's that's where i get mad it's not that you're missing shots like that happens it's when you're hanging your head or you're you know you're feeling sorry for yourself that's where i get frustrated i mean stay confident big deal you missed a shot there's worse things in the world that can happen um go knock down the next one yeah, that'd be my suggestion is just make them make the shots, I think. Um, that, that, that'd be the way I'd take it. Um, you mentioned the foul situation. You went back and watched the tape, and I, I, I agree. I thought they were all you know legitimate calls. Maybe the third on Liam was a little dicey in a Big Ten game to, to, to get that one. But 
That said, they were also funky. I mean, I think any of them could have been a play on. Like, they, they could have said, hey, let's just move along. I don't think Fred Hoiberg's going to lose his mind if any of those fouls aren't called. There were, you know, a couple of ticky-tacky ones. There was contact. Liam specifically, though, I mean, a couple of them, I think maybe three, maybe even four of the fouls were going to get offensive rebounds. Do you have to talk to him about, hey, concede a rebound every now and then uh, on the offensive end and, and, and let the other team have it just so you don't commit a foul? For sure. You know, I can I can promise you, though, Thursday will be ref differently than last night. Right. You know, and that's that's the hard part is and this isn't the ref's fault. But, you know, we have a small crop of refs this year because, of the, you know, we're playing in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know if you guys know that, but <laughs> I think every game is a little bit different. You know, they know Purdue is physical. They know that they're going to, you know, elbow you. They're going to push you. Um, so it'll be a different feel. So. I mean, I thought the game was refed fine. I mean, I told the refs, one of the refs, I said, anytime a game gets past 9-15, you know, you guys should be ashamed of yourself. This is too late. <laughs> um, but I don't I don't think any were bad calls. I think you just got to be a little bit smarter in his approach. I've always said with this league, it's all about fouling without fouling. Can you figure that out? Um, because there's ways that you can do it in a physicality way where, where they won't call it. And obviously, uh, last night we didn't do that. Yeah, if, they, if they end up... Go ahead, Grimmer. I was going to say, if they end up calling like what Liam's third foul was, again, there was a little bit of a, in the Big Ten, if they call that, uh, you won't have any bigs after about six minutes of the of the game. But, you know, sometimes you, they pick a time to call it, and and uh, Liam got, got caught that time. Yeah, I mean, it was refed a little bit like a non-conference game. Right. And you know me. I mean, I'm not like you, Mike. I don't, I don't, I don't complain about the refs, but the, the key is, like anything, is consistency game to game. It's always going to be different in conference than it is in the non-conference, and that's totally fine. But I do know on Thursday we better be ready for a different type of game, and we better be ready to do it uh, fouling without fouling, as I say. So Marcus plays 19 minutes, scores 21 points, unbelievably efficient, got to the line, shot well. It, they really had no answers for him when he was out there. What was working for him specifically? I thought he played terrific. At the beginning, he was really good. You know, had a five assists like right off the bat, was yep. getting deflections. He, he's got to relish being a point guard. And the scoring will open up. But, you know, if he wants to play at the next level, if he wants to help this team win, he needs to be getting about eight, nine assists a game. He can still go get his 15 to 16 to 17, but he is dynamic at passing the ball and finding guys. And if he can continue to relish that because he's slowly doing that, then all of a sudden now they're going to have to make decisions on how they want to guard him. Like, oh, if you rotate up, he dumps it down for a dunk to Liam. If we put two on the ball, he reverses to Brandon for a three or he skips it you know, it's a booth for a three or whatever. Um, that's, he needs to see that. And uh, I thought last night he was just incredibly efficient, like you said. I mean, 21 points and he barely broke a sweat, you know, to be in foul trouble like that. So he was terrific last night. Um, he's had a little bit of a nagging foot issue. So hopefully that time off, uh, you know, or the minutes, the limited minutes will help him a little bit. I thought, too, um, where he has maybe had some issues in, in, in the past with that double high, you know, where they, they hedge it hard and, and double him all of a sudden. And it's easy sometimes, right, to say, hey, pass out of it. But when you've got Miles Johnson at 7-1 with a 19-foot wingspan, I mean, it's hard for a 6-2 guy maybe sometimes to, to find a thing. I thought yesterday a couple of times, it wasn't a lot, but a few times he just simply just was aggressive. Like he split the double team instead and blew by him and got some shots and some stuff in the lane. I, I suppose it's like football sometimes how do you beat a blitz sometimes you just run right at it and I thought there were a couple times where he just he just said all right you're coming at me I'll just blow by you 100 percent and that's what he needed to do versus Rutgers and he got a little bit caught up you know um in it where 
you know, even like at the end of the game, I ran um, that that play where I put the guard at the free throw line and he attacked it differently. He went north, south instead of east, west. We got easy baskets out of it. Um, you know, so obviously it's just all about executing. It's not necessarily about um, what it is that you're doing. It's more about how you do it and taking what the defense gives you. You know, they're going to throw different things at you. And, you know, sometimes you got to get it out of your hands quickly. And, uh, you know, I thought last night he was really, really good. We need you to mentioned take... Jamal played well. Go ahead, Grimmer. I was You're say, the we... voice of the Gophers. I'll stop stepping on you. Well, we, we just need to take a break. That's all. The commercial uh, log okay. says it's time for a commercial. I promise I'll let you answer that or ask the question of the head coach when we come back. Sound good? I'm ready. Yeah, right. I'll be ready to go. Awesome. Uh, we want to remind you, Sunbelt Business Advisors, uh, sponsors Go for Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino. Onward for Business, presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors. Wants to be on your team when you buy or sell a business. Onward for Business, the one-stop shop for buying or selling your business. And for payroll, insurance, bookkeeping, and more. Onward. JG will have his question for the head coach when we come back. It's Go for Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino from Learfield IMG College. Minnesota business owners need a great support team to succeed. Onward for Business and Sunbelt Business Advisors. When you're buying or building a business, trust Onward for Business for one-stop financial services, capital, and insurance. And when it's time to sell, Sunbelt is Minnesota's largest seller of companies, ensuring you always net more at the closing table. Onward for Business and Sunbelt Business Advisors, your business success team, alumni-owned supporters of Gopher Athletics. Visit onwardforbusiness.com and sunbeltminnesota.com today. Dome is the second of the action. Get your favorite game time snacks from Holiday, delivered by DoorDash. From chips to chocolate, essentials to energy drinks, you can get it delivered from Holiday. Find Holiday in your DoorDash app and fill your car with everything you're craving. Candy bars, frozen pizza, ice cream, and more. Don't miss any of the game with DoorDash delivery from Holiday. And go Gophers. Restrictions apply. Hit the boards with home improvement. The Baxter Bag has got your cleanup covered, no matter what kind of project you've got on deck this season. Whether it's a simple basement cleanup or a slam dunk of a remodel, the Baxter Dumpster in a Bag can handle up to 3,300 pounds of whatever you can throw at it. Plus, it's so easy. Just pick it up at your local home improvement store, fill it up, then schedule and pay for a pickup. That's it. Step up to the home improvement line with the Baxter Bag from Waste Management. Visit thebagster.com to learn more. Gopher fans, Midland Hills is well known as one of the finest private golf clubs in the Twin Cities. The club is putting the finishing touches on a renovation of its classic Seth Rayner designed course, and it's absolutely spectacular. Midland Hills is conveniently located in Roseville, just 10 minutes from either downtown. A limited number of memberships are available. Visit MidlandHillsCC.org. If you love great golf, you'll love Midland Hills. The pandemic of 2020 hasn't shaken our belief that every child, no matter their grade, color, or zip code, deserves a safe, welcoming school that prepares students to pursue their dreams. The educators of Education Minnesota stand prepared to ensure that all learning, no matter how it's delivered, remains safe for all students, families, and staff. Education Minnesota, the voice for professional educators and students. Learn more at believeinwemn.com. 
Over the years, Boston Scientific has been a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics and proud supporter and medical research partner with the University of Minnesota. This award has been recognized for over a decade for Gopher football, men's and women's basketball, and men's hockey, recognizing a Gopher athlete who plays with the most heart. In honor of these efforts, Boston Scientific makes donations each academic year to the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital to advance pediatric heart research. Please join the University of Minnesota and the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital in thanking Boston Scientific for their partnership. Galentine's, Valentine's, or Valentine's. However you celebrate, follow your heart to Cub for fresh dinner ideas, cards, chocolates, and our beautiful selection of Valentine bouquets. Perfectly priced for your budget. Treat your Valentine to a special dinner. Get USDA Choice Beef Loin Boneless New York Strip Steaks for only $7.99 a pound. That's less than $4 per 8-ounce steak. Triscoll's Raspberries or Organic Blueberries are two for $5. And fresh asparagus is $1.99 a pound. Share the love this Valentine's Day and save at your neighborhood Cub. Dear Winter, we're not scared of you because almost nothing can stand in the way of a new 2021 Toyota. When you say stay home under a blanket, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. The 2021 Corolla is hotter than ever with tons of tech to keep you plugged in. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4's available all-wheel drive with multi-terrain select. Everyone gets comfy in the Highlander with its available heated front seats. See you in the snow. Toyota. Find yours at toyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Are you looking to save money while also saving the planet? Well, you can do just that with Everlight Solar, a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics. With our zero out-of-pocket program, any homeowner can win with solar energy by simply shifting what you already pay for power to pay for solar panels instead. Visit everlightsolar.com today to schedule your no-cost consultation. With zero out-of-pocket costs along with generous tax incentives and rebates, it's a no-brainer for any homeowning Gopher fan. Everlight Solar, a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics. Somewhere along the way, the story got turned around. But we healthcare professionals need to be really clear about this now. We are not the front line. You are. We are your last chance. Wear a mask. Keep your distance. Do your part. An urgent plea from Fight COVID MN, a partnership of Minnesota Healthcare. Welcome back to Gopher Basketball Weekly. It's presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors. Onward for business, presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors. Wanting to be on your team when you buy or sell a business. Onward for business, the one-stop shop for buying or selling your business and for payroll, insurance, bookkeeping, and more. Onward. Grim and Guard with you. Justin Guard just dying to ask the next question, so we give you the floor, sir. Thanks, Grim. I'm going to pivot, too. I'm going to ask a couple here in a row. Because you mentioned the end of the Rutgers game with Marcus, and I, I want to go back to that game. Um, I agree with you. I thought you guys played great. Um, it was a bummer that you lost it because even look at the statistics. I mean, we just talked about you guys missing 53s. You only shot 18 against Rutgers. You scored 72 points. You got to the line. You made your free throws. And then the last two or three minutes, the wheels just basically fell off, uh, specifically with, with how Marcus was playing there in the pick-and-roll game. So when you went back and looked, or even when you saw it live, like what – what happened there in the final 90 seconds to two minutes on those possessions? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Marcus wore down a little bit. You always look back, like, you know, as a coach and go, like, okay, like, could I have called something different? Could we have run something different? He was killing them in the pick and roll game for about 90% of the game. Uh, you know, he was he was he was splitting it. He was going around it. He was getting guys guys other shots, um, and then probably two or three. You know, he had a turnover. He fell down one time, which is uncharacteristic of him. 
Um, you got to give Geo Baker credit, made a big play. One of the reasons why I ran the play that I did at the end, A, I don't know why he walked the ball up. He knows he shouldn't have done that. I was going to um, get to that, yeah. That was you know, like, I didn't tell him yeah. to do that. You know, like I didn't say, Hey, Oh, you know, like, no, 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 no. We didn't do that. He, he just had a bit of a brain fart for a second, but he, you know, that happens. Um, I changed our approach. I wanted to put him, you know, I always put a shooter at the free throw line. I flatten everybody out and give Marcus the ability to go make a play. Won the game at Ohio state last year, doing that uh, won the game this year, Loyola Marymount doing that. They can't trap it with the big. If you do that, he just, kind of just broke down a little bit. Um, but, you know, more times than not, he's been really good at it. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, we had about – I don't even think it was three minutes bad. It was about a minute and a half where we didn't play right. well. And, you know, give Geo Baker credit, too. He shoots a moonshot, uh, you know, 12-footer over Gabe. Just makes a tough play. Harper makes some free throws. Um, I'll take the way we played any day of the week there. So when you watch back, like, you know, you mentioned the, the possession where you have to call two timeouts and, and then the final play, but there's even a play where he gets trapped and you've got Liam at the free throw line. You've got Gabe in one corner. I think you've got either Jamal or Booth on the other side. Brandon's down low. Like if Marcus just simply passes out of that double team, you've got a million options. So do you watch that and show him? You mentioned he's got a relish being a point guard. And I watched it three times, Richard, because I like torture because I was just like, I just want to see what happened here. And if he simply just gets it out of that first double team, maybe even to Liam, you've got a million options right there, and it's the greatest play call of all time. So how do you go through that with him? Bingo. Pass the ball. You know, I mean, it, it's um, he had Liam open in the middle, and one time Liam caught it, and then we got a layup out a of it. Yep. One time he threw it to Gabe. Gabe had a bad travel, um, you know, where, where he just shuffled his feet right in front of the ref. So, again, like the old play call thing, like questioning the play calls. Like, I know that's fun for fans and go ahead and have at it. I don't, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, but the bottom line is if, if you're going to put two on the ball, somebody's going to be open and you got to go find it and you got to go trust it. You got to get it out of your hands quickly. Um, you know, so yeah, you just, he knows. I mean, it, it's not one of those things where you go to the locker room and say, it's your fault. Like, no, it's not. I mean, it, you break it down over 40 minutes and you, you, you take the good, you take the bad, and you keep moving, um, you know, and you just kind of go from there. So he's a smart enough player to understand how to do it. So what did you take from the first 38? Because um, it was really entertaining game, and obviously, you know, Rutgers has been on a little bit of a hot streak, but I, I really liked how you guys defended, how you rebounded, and you look at offensively, I mean, to put up 72 points really with six three-pointers is, is a pretty good day. So things were obviously working pretty well in that regard. I just thought we were connected, you know, I mean, Again, I, I don't I don't want to offend and anger people, but we have a lot of new players. And when you don't have a traditional offseason, you're going to have to grow throughout the season. And that was our first close game that we lost. You know, I mean, Iowa was a close game, but it was different. It was like a back-and-forth scoring type deal. Um, you know, Brandon loses his mind, makes eight threes. This was a slugfest. Uh, we needed it. I just liked the fact that, you saw multiple guys diving in loose balls. You saw our offensive rebounding. I mean, we were attacking the glass. Um, guys on the bench were enthusiastic. Like you could tell there was a collective will to give up their body and go try to get it. And we didn't get it. But you know what? There was no like, I mean, obviously the other losses that we had, like it was disappointing efforts. Like our effort was terrific. And sometimes you need to go through that. I mean, Rutgers had returns five starters. Um, we would be, I don't want to upset people. We would be a different team if Daniel Otero was on the team. 
He leaves early to go to the NBA. We would be a different team if Peyton Willis doesn't transfer to College of Charleston. Um, and it's just the dynamic of college basketball. You know, where if you can keep your roster old, you got to try to do it. But, you know, if Daniel's got an opportunity to go to be the first guy drafted since Chris Humphreys, have at it as well. So sometimes that needs to happen during a season in front of their eyes so they can see they can do it for each other. And they did that game. And hopefully that gives them confidence. Like, Hey man, when we're good, we're good. Um, I wanted to ask you too, you mentioned something to me last night in the, in the pregame interview about how maybe you have changed a little bit in how you emotionally handle losses. Not that it's, it's that, that you're okay with losing, but that maybe early in your career, you handled emotionally different than what you handle it now. Walk, walk me through how you handle a tough one like that on the road and then try to get your team ready to come back. I try really, really hard to never really get angry. I just don't know if it's productive, to be quite honest with you. I try to get emotion out of it. I, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but you know, I, I listened to a great podcast and this TCU baseball coach told me that he, or t- told, he told me on the podcast, but <laughs> that um, his life changed when he stopped talking to the guys after the games, win or lose. And they win a lot of games down there because the emotions out of it, like we always are going to have two or three days to address certain things on the film, get the emotion out of it, you know, because everybody's emotional. They want to win. They want to play well. We want to win. So, you know, it comes down to, you know, not to be a therapist here, but you know, like if if I'm having an issue with one of my players and I go to a therapist or a sports psychologist and I say, how do we change John? Right. They'll normally say, we're going to change you because if we change you, you'll deal with John better because John's probably not going to change as much as you can change. Um, so over the years, I've just realized, like, I got to coach him. And if they're not doing what we want them to do, it's on me to, to, to get that right. And it doesn't mean that them making the mistake during the game wasn't necessarily their fault. Yelling and screaming at him is not going to fix anything. It's really not. It's just a matter of, like, there's nothing I can do to change the outcome at that time. Now, if we lose on a Sunday – and I have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I got to get that right. You know, it should be that the hay should be in the barn uh, by the time the game, hap- the game happens. And, uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of coaches about that. I-, I just feel like the time when the cameras are off, that's where I need to be at my best. And you've talked a lot about post-entry passes the last few days um, as a focus. And there's times where, and even you're know, going to the, the Rutgers game when Marcus took that 18 footer, if you kind of look down at 11 seconds, Liam's standing right there on the block probably has a really good opportunity. Um, especially when Liam's in the game, how much have you focused on the ball's got to get inside a little bit at some point? A lot. Yeah. I mean, it's on Liam to be more physical and post up and demand it. You know, there's guys in this league that are terrific at it, but yep. we got to get the ball in there. Um, and maybe it's putting in a couple of different wrinkles to what it is that we're doing, but that ball needs to go, go down there more. Um, so we're going to, you know, certainly work on that. But, yeah, I mean, we had a couple turnovers last night. I think it was Jay and uh, Gabe. We can't turn the ball over on these post feeds like that. But we do need to have a point of emphasis to get it in there, even with Brandon as well. I think, you know, yep. getting the ball in the post, getting some touches there. Uh, but that's that's got to be a big point of emphasis because, I mean, we're shooting 28% from three in conference. I've said it over and over again. Like, I'm not a genius, but – we got to get the ball closer to the basket if we're going to continue to shoot these numbers. Um, so, and Liam is obviously a clear target that could be pretty good at it. 
the, the, the various ways you can enter the ball to the post, too, um, whether it's the lob. I think both the plays last night was they were fronting maybe and you were trying to lob it over and the throw wasn't enough. So is there – and then there's times like you watch Iowa sometimes like going all the way back to Tom Davis where they will almost roll the ball into the post. They kind of put some spin on it and, and, and funnel it in. Um, how many different ways and how often do you try to practice the different angles and maybe take a one dribble closer to the baseline to, to set up so that you're not turning the ball over to, to getting the ball inside? Yeah, if you remember a couple of years ago, um, I think it was Eric Curry's freshman year, we were terrific at the high-low game. And, uh, you know, the big-to-big pass, we were really good at it. Um, we had a, we, we tried to get a post up for Brandon last night, and Liam caught it, and he just threw it. And instead, he should have skipped it So um, because they were loading up on the backside. And I think it's all somewhat connected. You know, if we're easy to guard from the three – it's going to be easy to sag. I mean, I still think about that Maryland game. Like, they were just switching a bunch of things, and we weren't confident enough to make plays. We're so easy to guard. Uh, the good teams read it, you know. So, all of a sudden, now you skip it, and you make a three. Then the help's not on the backside because they're apprehensive, and now you can throw over the top. Uh, so, yeah, we work on it. Uh, obviously, Iowa's, Iowa bowls it in there. Um, but they're really good at it. And, you know, when you got Luca Garza on the team, you better figure out a way to get it in there as well. So, uh, Fran knows what he's doing there. Yeah, his son might be the best entry post passer in the country, I think. Right? I mean, uh, you know, Connor he McCaffrey. Oh, he's, ter- he's terrific at it. I mean, he, he might not have to score a point, and he has a huge impact on, on how they're playing for sure by, by just simply getting the ball to the to their best player. All right, guards, we have to yeah. take another break. The ex- the uh, what, what is it, long contested two? That's your segment? Yeah, unless you have more Iowa stuff you want to talk about nope. when we come back. Nope. You know, it's, break it's, down, it's, you know, it's Kenyon Murray's kids, it's, talk about Wee's camp, whatever you want to do. It, we can it, do that when we come back. It's Hawkeye Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino here on <laughs> the – Go, Gary uh, Dolphin. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, sponsored by Sunbelt Business Advisors. It is Gopher Basketball Weekly. We invite you back. We will have the long contested two. It's Gopher Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino from Learfield IMG College. America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly Adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council First, I hold my hands out like they're on a steering wheel. Then I look over my shoulder. One, okay, cool guy. Two, 
three times. Next, oh, I put it in reverse. Meep, meep, meep. Then I take it up and down, up, up, and down. And that, kiddos, is called the forklift. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now that's dancing. Sure beats flossing. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. My Shiro doesn't always wear a cape, but she always has time for a hug, a smile, for going the extra mile. My Shiro stretches every dollar, puts in long hours, puts others first. But now it's your time, Mom. When you're ready to retire, we want you to be able to enjoy it. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceretirement.org slash Shiro. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Today's singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed Achoo. or been outside. Two. Virtual play dates. Social and physical distancing can help save lives. Three. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back. It's Gopher Basketball Weekly with head coach Richard Patino, Grim and Guard with you. The program sponsored by Sunbelt Business Advisors. Onward for business. It's time for the long contested two with Guard and Patino. JG, here you go. Well, I want to talk Super Bowl, obviously. Um, 
I was thinking about your father-in-law again on Sunday night um, in the psyche of uh, the New England sports fan. I know people are taking it, you know, they're kind of mixed on, on Brady, that he was his guy. And then obviously Gronk has a huge day as well, who is like the, the face of New England sports there for a while with Tom. Uh, you know New England well. I mean, how are things how are things being handled out there? And then just any general thoughts about the game that we could discuss? Well, I would say uh, it just reminds me of something a buddy of mine said to me about sports is it never ends well. And you really think about it. It rarely ends well. And what frustrates me about it, because, like, obviously I'd love to root for Tom Brady. Um but I hate the fact that because Tom Brady wins, somehow it's taking away from the Patriots dynasty and Belichick. Oh, they like, why can't they be separate? You know? And, and I understand, you know, you got to get TV ratings and you got to write about things, but um, that annoys me because they won six championships, six, like, like they all had a, you know, a hand in it. Um and Gronk was terrific there. Brady was terrific there. You know, I just hate this whole, oh, it, it, it was so horrible in New England and Belichick never smiles and he's not, you know, lovey-dovey in a press conference. Like, well, for six, you know, they had six Super Bowls, right? I mean, he went to nine. He was six and nine in New England. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure they're a little bit irrational in New England right now. Um, you know, and, and even the whole, like, they gave up on Brady. Like at some point it does end like Shaq played for the Celtics, you know, right. like Montana played for the chiefs, like Brett Favre played for the Vikings. Like it just happens in sports. Um, Michael Jordan played for the wizards. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it just, at some point you have to make the decision that you're going to end it and that you're going to go in a different direction and you hate to see it. Um, but amazing story with Tom Brady. Uh, just, I think the big, I told my team yesterday, I said, what's the lesson you can learn from Tom Brady? Um, he just has a way of galvanizing people and you, he, he's obviously a great player and a great leader, but he, gra he grabs Gronk out of retirement. He tells Antonio Brown, you can live with me. Um, you know, that, that, that's what's that leadership is amazing there. So, uh, I'm sure New England's disappointed, but just remember, you know, I was a Yankee fan before I moved to, you know, Minnesota. I hate the Yankees now. Um, huge <laughs> Swins fan. But, like, we had 27 world championships. Like, you can't win every year. Um, yeah. It's somebody else's turn, and so it's a really cool story. Well, to me, what I was always funny was, like, four or five years ago, it happened here when they came to the Super Bowl here and lost to the Eagles. The stories were like, well, there's a lot of tension between Belichick and Kraft and Kraft and Brady and Brady. I don't know if it's going to work. And I'm thinking, well, I, I've been to like five colleges. I was at my first when this whole thing started, you know, in 2002. Like the story is that it's lasted this long. The story isn't that they might be getting annoyed with each other, you know, 15, 16, 17 years later. Like that to me is the amazing part. It's all amazing. I mean, what Brady did right now, but you mentioned it, what the what they did in, in New England, we'll never see that again in our lifetimes, given how the NFL set up. And that to me is the story that they did it so long and had nine years between Super Bowl titles, by the way, before they went on that second run. So that's, what's incredible about all of it. And there's two sides to every story, you know, like Kraft and, and Belichick probably are not saying, you know, maybe Brady was being a little irrational about what he wanted or, you know, like maybe it was just yeah. good for both sides. Um, that's entirely possible. That's not out of the realm of possibilities that, you know, because it's all about money, like, and, you know, maybe he wanted more than they could give him, or I don't know. Um, but like I said, I mean, in sports, 
the longer you're out of place, everybody gets sick of everybody. And, uh, you know, the, the run that they had was amazing. So how surprised were you to see um, Kansas City not score a touchdown, kick three field goals? I mean, everybody talks about Brady, but the defensive effort was pretty incredible by Tampa Bay. Amazing. Uh, but again, let's not neglect that they had, what, two offensive linemen out uh, that were hurt, you know, so – Another thing that we don't like to acknowledge is injuries, um, but obviously that clearly hurt. Uh, but yeah, that was the story of the game. I mean, obviously Brady's going to get the MVP, but man, that defense should have gotten the MVP. You know, I don't know all the players. I mean, I know Winfield obviously, but they just kept coming. And Mahomes, I'll, I'll say this: that pass that he threw when he was almost on the ground and he hits the guy's face mask. That might have been the greatest pass I've ever seen. Um, so it was, uh, I thought it was kind of a crappy game. I was a little disappointed with it. I was hoping for a little uh, push from Kansas City, but really cool. And it was, it's nice to see a stadium starting to get filled a little bit too. That just changes the whole dynamic of it all. Well, they did a good job of spacing out the cardboard cutouts and the real people where if you weren't paying attention, it was confusing. I mean, it looked like it was a sold out crowd. Yeah, and you know anything? It's a little. The rules are different in Florida, so I'm like, wait a minute, is, are they just letting anybody in? Uh, but it did. It looked really good on TV. I mean, I I can't wait to get back to fans in the buildings. Uh, I mean, it's it's a lot more challenging than than you realize. Um, I went to a Minnesota Wild game, and I'm like, I walk in and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like is this what our family sees when they go to our games? I mean, it's. Because for us, like as coaches, you walk out at the beginning and it feels different. It's kind of weird. But then when the game starts, like, you know, you, you get into it and it, you kind of forget about it. Um, and then after, obviously, it's weird too. But it's 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 got to be hard for these players. Can you hear Grimm and Tollickson from Real One? Or are they kind of muting themselves? They say some I, stuff. I listen most nights. I mean, how, how does that go? I cannot. No, I cannot hear them. I cannot hear them. I don't. I black out a lot of the game uh and i don't remember much either my dad used to be now he was maniacal on the, the sidelines he'd be yelling at everybody screaming you bet you and then all of a sudden you get a win and he'd be like hey you want to get a beer and i'm like i'd like an apology first before i have a drink with you and he'd be yeah. like what are you talking about uh so no i don't remember much uh and i definitely don't hear uh grim and Tollickson up there the all-timer bad, grimmer. the all-timer guards he was were at wake forest for the big 10 acc i don't know what's that now five or six years ago and we're courtside. So there's times where there are several places in the league where we're courtside. So I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that Coach Patino will stand in front of me on purpose to block my view. Uh, I, like, even though he's in the middle of trying to call plays, he's going to say, I'm going to screw Grimm here and stand in front of him. So I'm, yeah, like, looking through definitely. his arm and his elbow. But we're talking – I think Wake Forest was in a bit of a zone, right? And, uh, and, and so I think I just said something innocently like, you know, Richard Patino would love to see a, a shot go down here or something. And he turns and he says, no blank. I can't say the blank, but, um, <laughs> we, we got a, we got a nice chuckle out of that one, uh, live on the air. So that, that was, a, that was, that was a good one. The ability to hit a shot makes a lot of things a lot better. You know what I mean? That's it really sure. does. That's for sure. No doubt about it. Uh, Garcia, I was going to mention, too, that you mentioned the Boston, the New England kind of connection. I saw a tweet yesterday that that was the highest ranked market in viewership. So there's clearly some interest in Tom Brady and Gronk in Boston. The most the city with the most viewers was was Boston. Boston's a uh, it's a great pro sports town. It's um, it's different than here, you know, like like 
we get a lot of support in the university. Um, it's big in pro sports, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of gambling on the game, too. That would be my guess. <laughs> well, and you, you mentioned the, the – yeah, I was going to bring up, too, you mentioned the fans, and things are a little different in Florida, and I think they're a little different in Arizona. I watched some golf before – before the uh, Super Bowl, the the Phoenix Open was on the waste management, whatever it is, and you know that's famous for just being a raucous, crazy party anyway. Um, and yeah. it does matter. It's amazing. They had, I think they said five thousand fans, it, but it sounded like a million because we hadn't heard it. And when putts are dropping and the crowd's going crazy, it just does. It's just different. And it, I I literally enjoyed watching that golf more just because there was an atmosphere. Yeah, I like my wife gets mad at me because like my wife has not been to a game at Williams Arena this year. I give her crap about it all the time. She was going to go last night. And it was so cold with the kids and we're not getting babysitters right now just because of COVID and all that. Um, I, I just I, she asked me, like, well, how do you feel going into this game? And I'm just like, I feel great if there was like 12,000 Gopher fans in there. And I knew there was going to be an environment. And like, I just don't know how these guys are going to respond. Um you know, at home on the road, like it's just, it's so unique because I've been in this profession now, I don't know, since probably 2003, so 17, 18 years of doing this. And it's like the crowd matters. Like that is a huge part, even on the road. But like, man, like I'm sitting there going, okay, Thursday, if, if, if we had Purdue, I know the game's at four, maybe people getting off of work, like that'd be a great crowd. Um, but it's just, it just takes out the whole, that whole dynamic. And it's really, really weird because you just don't know how your guys are going to respond. Well, if Jill does make it to a game, you, you probably will have to warn the officials beforehand. Right. I mean, cause they'll be able to, she kind of blends in regularly <laughs> yelling at the refs. If she's just kind of there and, by herself and doesn't know any of the rules. That's the amazing part too. <laughs> Thinks everything is a travel legitimately. I, I think it's like, like Seinfeld when he says, you don't know what a write-off is. Like one day I said, you don't know what a travel is, do you? And she doesn't like, she doesn't know any of the rules. It's amazing that she's a coach's wife now for nine years. <laughs> Uh, there it is, the long-contested two with Justin Gard and Richard Patino. We'll take a break. We'll look ahead to that, yes, 4 o'clock game. That game time has been switched. It was 7. It's now 4. Spencer and I will take air on many of these Gopher Radio Network stations at 3.30 on Thursday afternoon. We'll talk about the Boilermakers and the Gophers when we come back. Our show presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors, Onward for Business. It's Gopher Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino from Learfield IMG College. Over the years, Boston Scientific has been a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics and proud supporter and medical research partner with the University of Minnesota. This award has been recognized for over a decade for Gopher football, men's and women's basketball, and men's hockey, recognizing a Gopher athlete who plays with the most heart. In honor of these efforts, Boston Scientific makes donations each academic year to the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital to advance pediatric heart research. Please join the University of Minnesota and the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital in thanking Boston Scientific for their partnership. Dome is a second of the action. Get your favorite game time snacks from Holiday, delivered by DoorDash. From chips to chocolate, essentials to energy drinks, you can get it delivered from Holiday. Find Holiday in your DoorDash app and fill your car with everything you're craving. Candy bars, frozen pizza, ice cream, and more. Don't miss any of the game with DoorDash delivery from Holiday. And go Gophers. Restrictions apply.
Gopher fans, Midland Hills is well known as one of the finest private golf clubs in the Twin Cities. The club is putting the finishing touches on a renovation of its classic Seth Rayner designed course, and it's absolutely spectacular. Midland Hills is conveniently located in Roseville, just 10 minutes from either downtown. A limited number of memberships are available. Visit MidlandHillsCC.org. If you love great golf, you'll love Midland Hills. Minnesota business owners need a great support team to succeed. Onward for Business and Sunbelt Business Advisors. When you're buying or building a business, trust Onward for Business for one-stop financial services, capital, and insurance. And when it's time to sell, Sunbelt is Minnesota's largest seller of companies, ensuring you always net more at the closing table. Onward for Business and Sunbelt Business Advisors, your business success team, alumni-owned supporters of Gopher Athletics. Visit onwardforbusiness.com and sunbeltminnesota.com today. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time. As in, spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Ashiro's work is never done. You care for the house, the kids, and our future. We're so grateful for all you do. Now, it's time to care for yourself and save a little more for retirement. A free three-minute online chat can give you the personalized tips you need to boost your retirement savings now. Visit aceyourretirement.org Shiro today. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. 
Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Our final segment of Gopher Basketball Weekly with head coach Richard Patino. It's sponsored by Sunbelt Business Advisors. Wanting to be on your team and you buy or sell a business, Onward for Business, the one-stop shop for buying or selling your business and for payroll, insurance, bookkeeping, and more. Onward, Sunbelt Business Advisors. So Purdue and Minnesota at 4 o'clock now, Thursday afternoon. That game was originally set for 7. TV has bumped it into the 4 o'clock window. We'll take air at 3.30. Before we get into getting a little bit of a scouting report from the Boilermakers who you played not that long ago. Um, does the game time matter to you guys? Uh, you just show up when it when it uh, happens or does it does it impact you guys at all from a scheduling standpoint other than here's now when the game is? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think that's early enough to really affect us. You know, sometimes you have those early games and you got to wake them up earlier. In normal non-pandemic times, you'd be like, four o'clock, is that going to screw up the crowd? Uh, but obviously we have no crowd. Um, so I'm sure our guys will like it. I like it. Four o'clock's great time. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted like two o'clock, three o'clock. I was telling Coyle one day, and I think we've talked about it. We've had so many Saturday games at the barn. Um, and we're just, you know, I always tell people we get judged. You know, I, we should get judged on a lot of other things we don't, which is fine. It's it's winning and attendance. Um and I think we would have we would have had some great crowds this year, but it is what it is. But no, I don't think the four o'clock time will affect us much. You know, you would be. Um, I, I don't know if I've told the story, but Billy Donovan used to always sit around. We'd be having staff meetings. He said, "I just love to get in these guys' heads." I said, "No, you don't, because it's you'd be disappointed. <laughs> you know, they're, they're they're simple thinkers. You know, they're as long as we get them their rest, their food, they'll be ready to go." And then from a Purdue standpoint, let's let's just get a quick uh, thought on them. Uh, you you had controlled the game there a couple of weeks ago in the first half. At one point, you're up 14. I think you're up five at halftime. Um, what can you take from maybe that game into this one on Thursday? And obviously, they're they're a big team. Turnovers and rebounds uh, was the reason why they pulled away. Um, we were right there. We were playing well. Um, for, we we shot some bad twos at the rim. You know, missed a lot of layups where we got to kick them back out. Um, and then we didn't hit bodies. You know, they're going to run their stuff, and they're going to shoot it, and they're going to treat everything like a miss. And we wore down. We said before the game there's going to be two things they're going to try to do. They're going to try to bottle up Marcus, and they're going to try to wear us down. And they did both, so we can't let them do both. How do you prepare or plan for that physicality? I mean, obviously you have to go through it once. You've talked about that a couple of times on the show this year, that – some people haven't been through just the ruggedness of it. Obviously, with Williams there, that's a big part of it. But just getting them ready for how they're going to have to play against what Purdue wants to do. That's where experience comes in because now guys are going to know. We, we, we had a couple of years ago, two years ago, we had to, we had to beat Purdue at our place. Um, and then we had to beat them in the conference tournament. And we lost the first one at their place. And we kind of understood because Purdue is very, very unique. We handled it so much better the second and third time. So I'm hopeful that they understand because it is unique. They run, they ran, we, we counted in January. I think they ran like 140 sets, different sets. Uh, that's not normal. You know, normally you're going to get about eight to 10 sets in basketball. Um, they treat it like football. They really do. I mean, they walk the ball up the court, they run their set, then they run their counter, then the counter to the counter. And it's just the way that they play. 
Um, and then a shot goes up, they know who's shooting it, and then they just fly at the rim and they throw you out of the way. And if you're not physical with them, um, you're going to give up. I think we gave up 17 offensive rebounds. If we rebounded the game, it would have been a different story. So, you know, seeing it, that that is where experience comes in. And, again, like, I, I don't want to upset people, um, but, like, experience, being old is different than having experience. They now have that experience versus Purdue uh, in the way that they play. And, um, you know, that that's very, very important because I can't come into practice today, day after a game, and put the bubble up on the rim and start smashing into each other because that's not right. smart. You know, we got to – we got to be fresh for Thursday. You, you take from that game and learn. And then I would think, too, having the Rutgers game and how big they are in physical, that with those two games kind of back-to-back now getting ready for this one, um, that, that you can probably pull from both those games uh, in terms of for trying sure. to be tough, yeah. right? For sure. Yeah, I mean, and, and we'll be more ready for it. Um, you know, I think uh, I think they understand that if you don't hit bodies, you know, there's rebounding and blocking out or kind of two different things they shouldn't be but they are and um, if you don't hit bodies like if we if our stat sheet isn't full of Marcus Carr six rebounds Gabe Kalsher four rebounds Booth Gotch you know six seven re- then that means we're not hitting bodies um, you got to keep guys off the glass they're a good they're a good team I mean they're a good team and and we were right there with them and let them pull away at the end so uh, hopefully our, it's fresh in our guys minds last one guards what do you have well, Williams, I mean, we talked about him, Travion, you know, what, what's unique about him what stands out about him? How do you have to go about him? Obviously he's going to hit the glass really hard as well. He averages almost 10 boards a game, but what's unique about him? Just another good big guy in the big 10. Yeah. He's got great experience. Been there a while. Um, knows the system inside and out. Terrific passer. I mean, just make, you know, he's like, he, he's like magic Johnson with some of the passes that he makes are unbelievable. Um, they have Stevanovich back. They didn't yeah. have him in the game that we played. They're a better team when he's in the game. Uh, but Williams is a tough, tough cover because, you know, he, he's going to make you pay if you trap him. Um, you know, if you make a mistake, like we had one trap where we made a mistake and he dumped it over for a dunk. It was a crucial play in that game. So we've got to be connected because he's looking to find guys. Uh, and we got to do our best to go at him, see if we can get him in foul trouble. All right, very good. Uh, one real quick last one. Any word yet on a potential makeup date for that first Nebraska game? No, nothing yet. Huh? All right, nothing. No, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm shocked that that's not been decided. I mean, I was talking to Fred before the game, and I feel for those guys. But what a week they just, have! It, I mean, they, they're going Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like and, and Sunday. And they basically went Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Friday, Monday, Sunday. Wednesday. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say on that. I mean, I don't, I don't like seeing that. Um, I don't know why. I don't know. I'm trying not to get in trouble, but like, <laughs> why is football able to cancel games, but they can't, you know, like, cause they're, they're going to be toast. Those kids are going to be toast. I mean, I'm not surprised. They played pretty well versus Michigan state first game after a layoff. Like you'll be good. Like we talked a little bit about like, Hey, we got to get to their legs because I think they're going to be dead. And they were a little bit. I think you'll see maybe that next one, they'll settle into this routine a little bit. But you hate to see that for those kids. Um, but I'm sure the kids want to play and play safely as well. All right, very but good. But it's hard because you're judged by wins and losses. And that's not fair to those guys, what, what they're dealing with. But hard to rationalize with it. You just got to 
Roll with the punches. Yeah, their next two and a half to three weeks is just going to be crazy. That's for sure. Well, very good. We will see you at 4 o'clock on Thursday for tip-off. Good to see you. All right. Thank you. Can't wait. All right. He's the head coach, Richard Patino. JG, well, I don't know when I'll see you next, probably next week on this Zoom. I also can't wait. We'll see you then. All right. We'll have Gopher Basketball Thursday, 3.30 the tip, 4 o'clock, or 3.30 the pregame, 4 o'clock the tip, the Gophers and the Boilermakers. This has been Gopher Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino from Learfield IMG College. It's fun to watch kids act out their dreams, even if it's just in the backyard. Hey, Mom, watch this. Imagining themselves as champions, winning it all. They're on top of the world, and you're right there with them. Securian Financial offers insurance, investment, and retirement solutions that give you the confidence to enjoy your here and now. So you can make every moment count. Find out more at securian.com. Insurance issued by affiliated companies, Securian Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Hit the boards with home improvement. The Baxter Bag has got your cleanup covered, no matter what kind of project you've got on deck this season. Whether it's a simple basement cleanup or a slam dunk of a remodel, the Baxter Dumpster in a Bag can handle up to 3,300 pounds of whatever you can throw at it. Plus, it's so easy. Just pick it up at your local home improvement store, fill it up, then schedule and pay for a pickup. That's it. Step up to the home improvement line with the Baxter Bag from Waste Management. Visit thebagster.com to learn more. On the Gophers Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Gopher Basketball Weekly with Richard Patino has been brought to you by Onward for Business, presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors, alumni owned and Minnesota's largest seller of companies. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Gophers Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.